Hi, this is Michael Dorn, Lieutenant Commander Worf from Next Generation and Deep Space Nine, and you're listening to Trek FM. Hailing frequencies open, you've tapped in to Trek FM's Hyper Channel. I'm Chris, publisher of Trek FM, and this is where we talk about what's happening in the world of Star Trek news. In this episode for February 29th, 2016, we get a bit more excited about the new series. Well, actually, I've already been excited about the new Star Trek series, slated for launch in early 2017, despite so much whining and moaning amongst the fan base. I know it's not everybody, but if you go online and you read, ah, it just leaves me scratching my head sometimes. You know, the mere fact that a new series is finally being made should get any Star Trek fan excited. The appointment of Brian Fuller was also cause for optimism and excitement, and the rumor that Tony Todd is being considered for the cast is also really exciting. We've got connections to past Star Trek, everyone. But the latest news is perhaps the biggest of all. Nick Meyer has joined the writing team and has been named consulting producer. Now, I know this isn't news to anyone listening to this because the news broke here what was for me on the weekend here in Japan because I'm a day ahead of anyone in the States who's listening thanks to the international dateline. And I could not record, you know, a special show this weekend because of other things going on. So I know everyone's been discussing this already, but I want to get out my thoughts on it because people have been asking me. So to me, this is yet another sign that CBS is dedicated to doing things right, to producing a series that will be worthy of the Star Trek legacy and that will make fans proud. I've said time and time again on various shows that Star Trek is a business for CBS and the decision to make a new series in 2017 is a business decision. Yes, first and foremost, it is a business decision. However, they could go a couple of ways with that. They could just put something out and slap Star Trek on it and think, hey, everyone's going to tune in because they're Star Trek fans. Or they can try to make something that is truly great, that truly represents Star Trek and is worthy of the legacy. And I think that's what they're actually doing here. I feel like CBS is dedicated to doing things right and producing that series that will be worthy of the Star Trek legacy and that will make fans proud. Now, in some ways, Nick Meyer can be seen as the man who saved Star Trek. I know that's a big statement, and I don't mean that single-handedly, but together with Harv Bennett, Meyer was responsible for The Wrath of Khan, which was responsible, in my opinion, and that of many others, for giving us all but the first 93 stories in the franchise. Everything that came after those first 93 stories, 80 from TOS, 22 from the animated series, the motion picture, the 94th was The Wrath of Khan, and everything after that, I think, owes its existence to Harv Bennett, Nick Meyer, of course the original series cast, and The Wrath of Khan, and Ricardo Montalban, for sure. Meyer directed that film, and he finished the screenplay, although he isn't credited. Now, I like the motion picture. I really do. I know many fans like to put it down. It's kind of a fashionable thing to do. It certainly has been for many years. But it is an important piece of Star Trek history that meant a lot to the fans at the time. But let's be honest. Would we have gotten four more TOS films, four spinoff series, 
four TNG films, two Abramsverse films, and now a new TV series, to say nothing of everything else, books, comics, merchandise, fan films, everything surrounding it, without the success of The Wrath of Khan? I don't think so. The role Nick Meyer played in setting Star Trek on a course to endure for what is now half a century cannot be understated. So what does this mean in terms of the latest news? Is Nick Meyer a savior come to rescue fans from the past decade of Star Trek? Well, I'm not going to go that far. But what I like about the move that CBS is making is that they have brought in someone who knows Star Trek from the TOS film era, who has a proven track record of producing Trek that fans love. What's also interesting is that they have assembled a team that spans the different eras of Star Trek. Meyer comes from the 80s. Fuller comes from the 90s and the early 2000s. He worked on Deep Space Nine and Voyager there, especially towards the end. So that does push us into like 2000, 2001 with those final seasons of Voyager. And Kurtzman comes from the Abramsverse. It's a really good mix of what Star Trek was, what Star Trek is. And it's a mix that can potentially give us something new, something that is unique, but at the same time connects with what so many of us see as the heart of Star Trek. I think that's really important. If you just put all new people on, you're going to get something that probably doesn't connect with the fans, which has been the case with the last two films. And if you bring in somebody who's just old, and I don't mean old as in age, I mean who worked on the franchise long ago and hasn't worked on it for a long time, and I think that Brian Fuller even fits that bill because, hey, it's been 15 years since Voyager left the air. If you do that, then you bring in people who may not be able to connect with a new audience, which is really important. But when you put together a team from all these different eras, you're really building from a position of strength in many areas. And when you put all that together, you do get something that's unique and you get something that can potentially be great. So I focus mostly on The Wrath of Khan up until now, talking about Nick Meyer, but Nick Meyer also wrote the screenplay for The Voyage Home, and he wrote and directed the wonderful send-off for Kirk's crew, The Undiscovered Country, which is probably, for me, my second favorite Star Trek film after The Wrath of Khan. Uh, I like most of the films for different reasons, but if I had to choose my favorites, my very favorites... It would be The Wrath of Khan, The Undiscovered Country, First Contact. And Nick Meyer was involved in both of the first two of those, Star Trek II and Star Trek VI. I've seen some comments online as I've been reading the news about Nick Meyer from some people who think this is a terrible move by CBS, that Meyer has nothing to offer modern Star Trek and is in general washed up. I actually saw those words used before. In one case, I saw someone who said that they don't like the military tone that Meyer introduced in The Wrath of Khan, and they don't like that he put our characters in situations that mirrored real life. Now, those aren't their exact words, but interpreting what they said, that's what they mean. They don't like that Meyer gave them prejudices that they had to overcome. For example, Kirk and the way he felt about Klingons. They created conflict that had to be resolved Look at what happened in the Undiscovered Country in particular between the Federation and the Klingons. Well, that's life, people. 
That's what real life is, and it makes for better drama and better storytelling. It's necessary, and it helps deliver the message that Gene Roddenberry wanted to deliver far better than trying to make everything peachy all the time. This is why I think Deep Space Nine is the strongest of all the series. To support the message, to support the vision, on the surface, it might not seem that way. But if you really look at the dialogue that's going on and the way things are being examined, that kind of tension, that kind of conflict, that kind of drama, it's necessary to have a a really in-depth and meaningful conversation about a topic. And that's what Star Trek is so great about. That's what's so powerful about the platform of Star Trek. If Star Trek helps us work through our problems in order to reach a better place, we have to identify and discuss the problems first in a realistic way. So when I see people citing how things were in the original series versus how they were in the films under Nick Meyer and saying that TOS was better and that Nick Meyer ruined something, for me, and it's my opinion, and of course everyone is free to interpret Star Trek however they like, but in my opinion, what Nick Meyer brought to Star Trek was a level of realism that has continued to run through the franchise for the most part up until this day. We certainly saw it in Enterprise, and it's important. And I love what Nick Meyer did for Star Trek. So anyway, I'm very pleased with the moves CBS has been making so far. While I'm not keen on Kurtzman's involvement, and that's mainly because I'm not a fan of the Abrams-verse, not so much that it has anything to do with Kurtzman himself, I think Fuller and Meyer give me a lot of hope. And all in all, the studio appears to be taking a well-thought-out approach to this new series. I think fans have a lot to look forward to. I love this news. So, one more thing here while we're talking about Nick Meyer. Recently, I've been directing you to past episodes on the network for interviews and discussions about the topics that I'm covering here. And this Nick Meyer news is the perfect opportunity to direct you to a wonderful show that we have on the network that kind of goes unnoticed sometimes just because it's not about Star Trek per se, but it's about the work of Star Trek creators outside of Star Trek and that show is Commentary Trek Stars. Commentary Trek Stars has been on the network for a long time. It's actually one of our original shows. And it's hosted by Mike Schindler and John Mills, and previously also by Max Hegel. It's a show, as I mentioned, about the work of Star Trek creators outside of Star Trek, although they do sometimes start off with a review of the person's Trek work. And they have 18 episodes about Nick Meyer's work. That's amazing. It's very comprehensive. So if you'd like to know more about him, more than just his work on The Wrath of Khan and The Undiscovered Country, go and check these out. Here's a list. Commentary Trek Stars Episode 10 covers Nick Meyer's work on Star Trek. That was the introduction. Then Episode 11 talks about Target Practice, one of his novels. Episode 12 covers The 7% Solution, his first Sherlock Holmes novel. Episode 13 is The West End Horror, his next Sherlock Holmes novel. 14 is Black Orchid. 15, Confessions of a Homing Pigeon. 16, The Canary Trainer. And 17 is a recap of all of that. So those are all about his novels. Then we jump ahead to Commentary Trek Stars 27, The View from the Bridge. That's about his time on Star Trek. That's a pretty famous book that I think a lot of you are aware of if you haven't already read it. Then 28 is Time After Time, a movie. 
29 is the day after. That's the famous TV movie about nuclear war from 1983. I still remember the night that that aired because it aired on the same night as the series finale for Alice. And in my house, there was a big debate about what we were going to watch the day after or the series finale of Alice. So it's still a memory I have from back when I was 11 years old. Anyway, that's episode 29. Episode 30, Volunteers. This is a movie with Tom Hanks. 31 is The Deceivers, a movie with Pierce Brosnan. 32 is Company Business, a spy movie with Gene Hackman and Mikhail Baryshnikov that premiered three months before The Undiscovered Country. Then episode 33 is Vendetta, a TV movie. And episode 34 is a recap of all of these movies. Then we jump ahead to Commentary Trek Stars 98, which is about Nick Meyer's TV miniseries Houdini. And then 102 is the movie version of The 7% Solution. So again, there's a really comprehensive list, a comprehensive discussion of Nick Meyer for you. Quick recap of those episodes. It's Commentary Trek Stars episode 10 through 17, and then 27 through 34, and then 98 and 102. And you can find all of these in the Commentary Trek Stars feed, the individual show feed, or go to our website at trek.fm slash commentary hyphen trek hyphen stars. Trek.fm slash commentary hyphen trek hyphen stars. And then just put the episode number at the end of that URL, and it'll take you right to the specific show page. And you can stream there or download a file. All right, that's all I have for you today. Finally, I got to have my say about the Nick Meyer news. Let me know what you think about this news. Of course, there's already lots of discussion happening about this right now in the Babel Conference, our listeners group on Facebook. Just type Babel into the search field, that's B-A-B-E-L, and it will come right on up. It is a closed group, so if you're not a member yet, you'll need to click join and we'll let you right on in. If you're not on Facebook, you can hit us up on Twitter, where our username is TrekFM, and my personal username is C. Brian Jones, the letter C and Brian with a Y. You can also send me a message through our contact form at trek.fm slash contact, or a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash trekfm. Also, while you're out there getting these shows and learning all about all the work that Nick Meyer has done in writing as well as on screen, be sure to check out our 50th anniversary rewatch show and make your way through the entire series with us during 2016. We're covering two installments of Star Trek every single day for the entire year, and we'll go through all of Star Trek. It's, it's a very interesting project we have going. You can sample this along with all of our other shows through the Trek Film Master Feed, or you can get the individual show feeds as well, or go to our website and stream or download the MP3 files. If you're looking for the show feeds, you'll find them everywhere you get your podcasts in iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Windows Phone, BlackBerry, third-party apps. Just type trek.fm in there, and we should come right on up. And if you enjoy our shows, you can help us keep it all going by supporting us through Patreon. We are a listener-supported network. We do need your help to keep all of this content coming every day of the week. So if you'd like to become part of the network, just visit patreon.com slash trekfm. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash trekfm to find out how you can do it, to find out about all the perks that we have for you. We have an exclusive website called Patron Zone. You can become an associate producer. You can get on mic and talk Star Trek with us in the Patrons Roundtable, which gets published for everyone to listen to. There are lots of ways that you can become involved. Find out everything at patreon.com 
slash Trekafilm. And thank you so much in advance for your support. And thank you to everyone who's supporting us now. I really, really do appreciate it. All right. Well, thanks everyone for tuning in today. It's another week. Let's see where it goes. I'll be back tomorrow with another story for you. Until then, go watch some Trek. Trek.